Welcome to the Spark Joy in EDU podcast, where we take a magical leap into joyful learning. Your hosts, Elizabeth Bostwick and Tisha Richmond, will encourage you to actively cultivate joy in your edu journey through reflection, inspiration, and practical strategies. Our vision is to leverage Tisha's message from Make Learning Magical, Transform Your Teaching, and Create Unforgettable Experiences in Your Classroom, and Liz's message from Take the Leap, Ignite a Culture of Innovation, to inspire educators to not only seek joy in education, but understand how we can create our own joy even amidst struggles. There is so much joy in education, and we are excited to highlight various guests who will be sharing how they cultivate joy and practical tips and strategies for educators to use in both their personal and professional lives. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad that you are tuning in to the Spark Joy in EDU podcast. Today, Liz and I are chatting about joy, and we invite you to the conversation Hello, Liz. How are you? I'm doing well, Tisha. It's so good to see you. And it's funny, we're coming back together after we just spent eight days together in the UK in London for BET on behalf of Canva for Education, which was so much fun. But it's always a joy, of course, to connect with you. So I'm so glad that we're here today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It was a whirlwind week for sure. And so much fun. It's funny because Liz and I chat on a daily basis, both on Zoom and through Voxer and all the different ways of communication. And But to see her in real life and to actually get to experience London together was was such an amazing gift. And so I think I'm just, I'm, I feel like I came back kind of invigorated and powering through the jet lag and like crushing through my to-do list. And now today I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm tired, like ready for the weekend. Same, especially as the weather starts turning. It's been beautiful in New York. It's been in the 70s, but now it's getting colder and more gloomy. And then it just makes me just kind of want to curl up on the couch. So I am looking forward to the weekend just to kind of have some downtime too. But it's been a good week overall. Yeah, same. And I am looking forward to my son coming to town next Monday. He's going to be here for his birthday week, and he's turning 21. Yeah, it's so hard to believe that I have a 20-year-old son, but that is something I'm really looking forward to, too, in the coming week. So, I mean, I still, I mean, I'm going to be totally honest here. I have not unpacked my suitcase. Like, there's a lot of things that I need to do uh, this weekend to get ready for him coming. You know, one thing at a time, though, and in speaking of joy, it's funny how, like, every single one of us, we have different things accomplished and other things that are not accomplished, right? So, like, some of us might not have our suitcase unpacked. Well, I have my suitcase unpacked, but I have, like, a ginormous pile of laundry. So sometimes it's easy to get caught up in looking at all the things we have to do. But I know that for me, it's important just to maintain my own joy to be like, you know what, that's going to get done. Your suitcase will get unpacked. But there's so many other good things happening around us too. And my son is not coming to town, but we're taking a trip tomorrow to go visit him for the day. So I'm looking forward to that. We're just going to go up and do some activities, like some outdoor activities. So really looking forward to those things. And the laundry is going to wait. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Well, I have to share, I forever have been trying to find like a way to organize my life and my to-do list and all of the things. And I have gone through like every single planner, every like digital, non-digital, all of the things. And I remembered, I don't even know where I found it. Like it was just in a drawer or something. I found this to-do spiral that I had purchased. I remember purchasing it back like a year or so ago, but it was one of those things that I purchased, but then didn't put to use. But it's so effective. And it's been really helping me feel accomplished. I've even thought I want to because I can't reorder this. Like I've looked for it online. I've looked to see if there's like a link on the back and there's not. So I was thinking I want to recreate it in Canva, but it's so simple. It's just like it has a column for priorities so you can prioritize your tasks. It has like the to-do list and then the scheduled tasks right next to it. But it's like a full page for that day. And then you just flip to the next day. I transfer everything from my to-do list from the day before to my next day. Prioritize. I've been doing like one through five. And it's just been so effective for me. So it's just funny how like simple things, like you just have to find your way to feel on top of things and organized. And and it's amazing how much better you feel when you find that system, I guess, that works for you. So Anyway, I will have to share. I think I'm going to try to recreate this. So when I do, I'll have to share it with all of you. Oh, I'd love to see that. I like systems and sometimes I'll feel like, oh, I don't need a system. But whenever I have a solid system or a routine, I find I'm definitely more efficient and it just makes me feel better too. So it's just one of those things. So I would love to to see that when you create it. So are you going to create it in Canva? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I actually looked and I can create it. it. It'll be easy to create. And I was looking at the printing options because there's so many great printing options in Canva and you can print it as a bound like book with a spiral. So I'm going to do exactly that. This okay. one, I'm going to show it to Liz right here. I I don't know if she can see it, but the top, so I would, it looks like I would have probably have to bind it. So the spirals on the side, but yeah. So I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it, how it works out for me. And I'll definitely, I can share the link to the template once I create it. For sure. I love that. That's awesome. Well, thank you. So what are some things you've been doing since you've gotten back? Aside from, I know we both drove right back into just all the work and all the different things we have going on in our lives and catching up with families. But what other activities have you been doing? Any podcasts or anything like that? Yeah, well, I have been trying to catch up on my list of podcasts. I have quite a few that I love to listen to. And I feel like listening to podcasts is usually what I do when I'm running. And I have started to get back into running this week, but I haven't. But I I need to continue running. I ran the first two days. In the last two days, I haven't. So I'm like determined to get into a consistent routine. But one of the podcasts that I just listened to this morning, actually, as I was getting ready, was the Dave Burgess show. I love his podcast. And oftentimes he has guests on, but then he also does these podcast episodes that are a little shorter where he just speaks on specific topics. And I was listening to one this morning and it just really resonated with me. And the reason why it resonated was because he kind of kicks off the podcast with the quote by Teddy Roosevelt that comparison is the thief of joy. And I've always really, I've always really liked that quote because I think it just, just rings so true. And I think in my own life, and I think that it, it's just so easy in life to 
compare ourselves to others. And I really appreciated the stories that he shared in the episode. So I really encourage you to listen to it. And I'll share with you the name of it so that you can find it, but it's his most recent episode. But as I was listening this morning, I was just thinking about how easy it is to fall back into that, you know, whether we're scrolling through social media or maybe we are, you know, in our workplace, whether that is working with a team that is, you know, in all different places and you're meeting on Zoom or meeting, you know, meeting in a virtual space or you're meeting in an in-person workplace like a district. It's so easy to compare our work and what we're doing to what others are doing. And so, yeah, that one really resonated with me this morning and I've been kind of processing that. Yeah, it's such an interesting topic. And I I think that's a topic that resonates with so many. And sometimes I think we can get into places where we're not intentionally comparing or meaning to go down that path. But unfortunately, sometimes it can happen naturally. And I think it happens in so many different roles. So I think back to when I was a young mom right? And you'd be at the playground with other other moms and people are talking about like different parenting tendencies Mm -hmm. or approaches. And it's very quick to be like, gosh, am I being good enough of a mom? Am I doing the right things? Then you have educators and you think about classroom teachers and everybody has their own situation. So some people might need to leave early because childcare ends at a certain time, whereas other people might coach a sport after school. And then other people have the ability to stay later or longer, or perhaps they just like have passion projects in their own profession. And so it's very easy to like, let's say I'm a teacher and I'm coaching. I'm coaching, whereas maybe not everybody's doing that coaching. But meanwhile, I'm watching somebody else create some really awesome, maybe they're blogging, maybe they're podcasting. It could be anything like that. And suddenly it's easy to get in my own head and be like, but I'm not doing that. Why am I not doing that? But meanwhile, not everybody's doing all the things I'm doing. So it's just, it's such an interesting concept to think about how we can all get in our own heads. I know you and I both have likely experienced that. I know I definitely have experienced that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too about how important it is for us to realize the strengths that we have and and know that we were talking about this earlier, Liz, that we all have different areas that shine and, and how in teams that we work with, like I think about our own team with Canva for Education I think about teams that I've worked with in my own district, how everybody has such different skill sets and things that they are really good at. And thank goodness that we all have different skill sets that we're good at because that's what puts all the pieces of the puzzle together and and really makes everything work so well is because we all are contributing our own special skills and gifts. And I think sometimes we are so, we wish we were better at this or wish that we were stronger in this, but we may not recognize the strengths that other people are seeing that in us and also, you know, admiring or or thinking are great. And so I think that we just have to know that we each have our own magic. It's something that I share all of the time and what magic looks like for me is going to look different for you. And just acknowledging that we're all better together. And so so just to to appreciate each other's strengths and know that we all have we all have different ones and different ways that we shine. And it brings us back to kind of like episode two when we had Lavana Roth on and she talks a lot 
when it comes to Ignite Your Shine about just honoring your own, but others' strengths, gifts, and talents. And it makes me think about that in terms of like different teams I've been on, whether it's our Canva for Education team or teams that I've worked with in districts. And it's so important to know that we all have our own strengths just like you said, and you and I may have some similar ones, but they also may be very different. But I think the benefit of that is that people can complement, right? So I think one thing when we're thinking about like, if you're an educator and you're working on a team and you're thinking like, oh, but look at what this person's able to do or what they're doing. I think it's important to be thoughtful that it's not about competition Mm -hmm. and competing against somebody or being like trying to level up and like, oh, I'm going to do that too, or I'm going to do this instead. But it's more about how can we both leverage our own strengths and complement one another to make something really exceptional. And likewise, you know, you talk about bringing your own magic. And in my work, I talk about the fact that we are the author of our own story. And so I think it's important to remember that my story is not your story and vice versa. But ultimately, whatever we want to do, and I think that's important too, like that not to get caught up in what somebody else's path is. Like somebody else has their own unique path and their own journey. And Even people who may have similar journeys, you're not going to be on the same path. And that's okay, too. And so it's okay to write your own story and own your own story like that and not feel that you have to be lock and step with somebody else that you might be working alongside, too. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe think of something when you said that, because I think sometimes we see people sharing stories and we're like, oh, like that is similar to mine. So I'm not going to share my story because that story's already been shared. But no, like you might have the same interests and you might have the same passions and you might have certain parts of your story that, you know, are similar, but you're living your own story. So that story is going to look very different. And I think about that just with you and I, like we have very similar passions and things that we love to talk about and things that we've shared and even similarities within our own books. But your story is your story. My story is my story. And those stories complement each other. That's why we're doing this podcast because we realize like we have so many of the same interests, but in no way are those competing because they're our own. Like that's, and I, and I just want to encourage those of you who want to share a story. Maybe you feel like you want to start, you know, podcasting or blog writing, or maybe you have a a book that you want to write. Don't compare your story and what you want to share with things that are already out there. Other people have shared because the way that you express that story, the way that you, the experiences that are linked to your passions and the things that you're going to share are going to be totally different. They can't be the same as anyone else's because you're living out that story. And so I, I know I just like to share that because sometimes I have felt that in my own journey is like, oh, like, I'm not going to share that because that's our, that story's already been shared. Not the way that I have to share it, right? Like, it's unique to me. And so I just want to encourage you all to, to share your voice because the world needs to hear it. And, and the way that you share a story, somebody, there might be somebody who the way that you tell a story is going to resonate more to that person because of their own personalities and the way and their own experiences. So anyway, I just, I wanted to share that because I think that's something that I have noticed in my own life that has held me back at times. I think that's so important. I think my blog needs to be revived again. We've done a couple of revival of the blog here and there. I used to be so good about blogging weekly, 
And then, you know, different things come up in life, but I need to get back into doing that more regularly. But I know sometimes when I've gotten into a rut with blogging, it's because I would have an idea and I'm like, oh, so-and-so already blogs about this. Oh, I know because we are so connected and we spend time listening to podcasts and reading other people's blogs, it's easy to suddenly feel like, All of this has been done. But to your point, we all have our own voice, our own perspectives, our own experiences with unique people. And so it is. It's so important. I love that other people jump in and start sharing and I think encouraging other educators or even if you're a non-educator or a student and whoever is listening into this podcast, I think just knowing that everybody has a voice and there's an audience for everybody too. So just getting out there and sharing. And it's also about the more we share, sometimes we create more of our own ideas too. The more we get into that creator mode can be really good. Yeah, absolutely. I think about when I started getting connected as an educator, I was getting on social media and I was like, where are the culinary teachers at? And like, I couldn't, like, no, there aren't any culinary teachers out there. And so I started thinking like, wow, like I was kind of, I was wondering like where I was going to get my ideas. Like I didn't, I couldn't find anybody that was doing what I was doing. And then I started realizing, wow, like these things that people are doing in other subject areas and other grade levels, like, yeah, it's not going to look the same as it would in a culinary arts class, but I can take those ideas and I can make them my own and I could find ways to bring those into my own experience, into my own teaching and learning. And and the way that I teach is going to be different than somebody else's. And so I think that kind of goes along with like, we all have our own magic. And so I think it's so important that, that as educators, that we do connect with others, not only in our own subject areas and our own edu roles, but also beyond because we can get so much inspiration from others that we can then go ahead and find our own ways to be able to integrate into our own world. And so instead of like competing and think, oh, like they've done this idea, like I can't can't do that or it's already been done. No, take that idea and then think about ways that you can use that as inspiration to, to create your own magic. So it's interesting, like in this conversation, it's making me think of two things, like one, We all have our own unique strengths, gifts, talents that we can leverage and we can all complement anybody that we're working alongside. But then on the same token, we want to not compare ourselves constantly to people. But lastly, the fact that if there's something we truly want to improve on or get into, then we just need to sometimes take the leap and like do those things, right? So for example, I don't need to compare myself to others. I can embrace my own strengths and gifts, but yet... If there's something I want to really develop a skill on, it's more about devoting the time to it rather than we also don't want to get lost in the space of like, oh, I'm just not good at this and leaving it there. If it's something you really want to get better at, the cool thing is that in today's world, you can always get better at anything because there are so many resources out there, which is really great. Or buddy up with a colleague that can do some coaching and collaboration with you too. Yeah, I love that. And I find that that's what's wonderful about being part of a, a network. Like, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but I have a lot of friends and people that I'm connected with that do. So if I need to learn that thing, I know exactly who to talk to. And I find that people are so grateful when you do reach out and so appreciative that that, that skill or that thing was acknowledged and they're they're happy to help. And I think about that just even within our own team. 
with Canva for Education, like there's things, Liz, that you do so well and you think about the details, like you, you're more detail oriented than I am. And so I've learned so much from you and just how you organize your time and how you do certain things. And I love that. I love that we all can, we all have different areas that we're good at, but then we also can like learn from each other and then improve our own practice by picking up on those things. So yeah, it definitely makes for a great team. And this conversation also just makes me think of social media too, and how sometimes social media can be so great because it's a wonderful place to share ideas and to network and connect. But some people can also go on social media and quickly fall into that rabbit hole of comparison. And it'd be very quick for somebody to say, look at this person's out traveling or they're speaking and they're also doing a podcast. You know, you could, anybody could see that, right? But then what did you and I both share at the beginning? The fact that even though, you know, people may see pictures, I have a pile of laundry downstairs, like a huge pile of laundry. It needs to be done. I'm just not taking a picture and showing that on social media. I can if you guys want to, if you really want to see all my laundry. (laughs) But the bottom line is, you know, nobody can do it all. And I think that's one thing that's important that if you are somebody that's finding yourself in that comparison trap, just to remember that sometimes what we see, there's there's more to the, there's more pieces of the puzzle that you just might not be seeing. A hundred percent. Yeah. If you all want to take a tour of my house, you'll feel very <laughs> about how you're all, you're all doing. Cause I feel like there are definitely areas of my life right now that need a lot of, a lot of attention. So, <laughs> well, we do have a lot of great episodes that will be coming up in this month. We have quite a few that will be coming out. So I can't wait for more. I will say, Tisha, it's been a complete joy just traveling in the UK with you. I think it would be fun for each of us to share one of our favorite memories from our time in the UK. So I'll go first. So one of my favorite memories traveling in the UK was, aside from like, I love all the work that we did. And that was really exciting to be able to connect with people from around the world and just share about the power of Canva for Education. But one of my favorite memories was just that first day It was a Sunday where you and I were just touring around London and we had a couple landmarks we wanted to go see, such as the palace and Big Ben we happened to stumble upon, which is kind of just a funny, that was a funny memory, the way that we came across Big Ben. But I think my favorite part of that day was the fact that it was a classic London day. It was rainy. It was cool. But you and I were laughing through it. We were finding like great food along the way. And there was like nothing that was going to hold us back from just finding the good in the moment. And so I just remember hearing your laugh and just being able to look at you and see your smile and just being together there and doing all the sightseeing is just something that will just live in my memory is like a joyful moment from that entire trip. I loved that day too. And I think I just so enjoyed a day just to explore new sites and just to be able to spend time with you because we, like you said, we are always collaborating together virtually, but just not able to see each other face to face. And one moment from that day of exploring that stands out and the entire week was amazing was we were in a field of daffodils because we were walking. It was drizzly. We both had our umbrellas. We had 
gotten off the subway and we're like following these signs with arrows to Alice, like trying to figure out which way to go. And I remember just like pausing and avoiding puddles that were on our path and looking around at all of the daffodils that were blooming and all of these beautiful, like, I think they were cherry blossoms that were on the trees. And, and it made me think of this poem. My grandpa used to recite all of these poems to me as a little girl. And one of them that he recited for me was a poem by Walt Whitman. And I actually, so a story for another day, but I actually have this wall hanging in my living room that has the one little line from the poem on it. And it says, my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils. And so like in that moment, it was just kind of like this very warm feeling of like getting to experience this amazing new place, like being in London and getting to experience that with you, but then also like feeling the presence of my grandpa and just being able to to think about that poem. So I think that was one of my favorite moments. Yes, I remember you sharing about that because that's when we did our live at that point too, and which was fun. And you had shared that quote, and I'll tell you that quote really just resonated with me as well, just being there. So yeah, we have a lot of great memories. And so we're going to have to, you know, maybe share more in some upcoming episodes. But yes, we do have some amazing guests coming up this month. So can't wait to reveal those soon. But Lots of goodness. Yes, for sure. And I wanted to make sure that I shout out the podcast episode that I referred to at the beginning mm-hmm. of Dave Burgess and the Dave Burgess Show. And it's it was number 31, Run Your Own Race. So I recommend you listen. Listen to all of his, his episodes. They're awesome. But that one was the one that kind of launched our conversation today. So thank you all so much for joining in with us. And thank you, Liz. It's so always fun to chat and get to share the joy with you. Absolutely. And thank you, everybody. And we look forward to connecting with you soon. So remember, go out, create your own joy and acknowledge your own strengths, gifts, talents, and whatever it is that you're looking to create and do, just go for it. Thank you for listening to the Spark Joy and EDU podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Both Liz and Tisha are educational consultants who are passionate about speaking at both schools and conferences as keynoters and working with teams of educators to cultivate meaningful learning experiences for all students. Check the show notes to connect with Liz and Tisha using their social handles and visiting their individual website. We would love for you to share out your reflections using hashtag SparkJoyEDU and be sure to click subscribe.